And I think to myself What a wonderful world it's time for Conversations with the Mayors, brought to you by the Chamber for a Greater Chapel Hill Carborough, home to one of the most diverse and collaborative and fastest-growing communities of business leaders in North Carolina. The Chamber is uniquely qualified to connect you with the people, resources, and opportunities you need to succeed. Learn more about membership at carolinachamber.org. We are joined now on the phone by Chair of the Orange County Commissioners, James Etta Bedford. James Etta, thanks for joining us on this Wednesday afternoon. Oh, glad to be with you. And I know that the uh, commissioners had a meeting last night, and the one thing that caught my eye pretty significantly from that meeting was the, um, excuse me, the countywide strategic plan. So the the million-dollar question here is, did that pass last night? It sure does, and and I I was not there. I'm I'm isolating with COVID here at the house, but I was watching the meeting, and now, for a few minutes, they did have me on pins and needles that it might stall till September, but um, the group, you know, the colleagues worked through it and adopted the plan, but and also supported a um, created a board subcommittee to just look at some of the measurements, uh, the outcome measurements to work on those. And it looked like there are some that that will be easy to finish. You know, one meeting can do it. There'll be public meetings. Everybody will be noticed. All that stuff. And others that might take a little bit longer, or they might even, I think Commissioner Bishop was the one who pointed out, it could be a goal is to figure out how are we going to measure accountability. So it was unanimous, and um, I'm excited. It pulls different departments. They all had SMART goals. They all had uh, various uh, efforts that were underway. Some of them had their own strategic plans, and this puts it all together in one document that the commissioners can use and and we can measure um, ourselves by and we can use to make really some tough budgeting decisions and what are we going to do for the next five years with with uh, make, and try to really make it a living document. Well, first of all, James, Etta, so sorry to hear that you are isolating with COVID. I hope that you are feeling better and you're on the mend. Um, yes. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's definitely good to hear. The second thing here is this this strategic plan seems like kind of a big deal that the county's now got a, a, a county-wide strategic plan. Does it feel like a big deal to the commissioners? I hope so. I mean, yes, you know, I don't think it probably doesn't to department heads and staff because, you know, this is what they do every year. Uh, they've, they work, you know, they, uh, the, for our Department of Aging has a master aging plan that's been a model for around the country. I think they're in the third iteration of it. But um, for us to, to put it all together in one place, I, I hope we're celebrating. And and nobody would be surprised by the the key priorities, right? Environment, and not in any particular order. Environmental protection and climate action. Yeah, that's Orange County for you. You know, healthy community, meaning not not just uh, mental health and physical health, but also you know flourishing and 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 much broader term housing for all, multimodal transportation. You know, public education slash learning community, because this is a group of folks who continue to learn throughout their lives, and then a diverse and vibrant economy. So, you know, then to take those huge topics and say, okay, well, what do we want to do in the next five years that's above and beyond, you know, the things that we're mandated to do? Um, that was a challenge to get it on paper. <laughs> 
I'm sure, I'm sure it was. Do we expect to see any kind of uh, short or medium term changes based on the adoption of this plan, either you know for the public at large or for county staff? Yes, I mean, um, I, I think so, because sort of like at the same, it was kind of fortuitous at the same time, we only recently adopted our climate action plan. So we had hired Amy Eckbert, we'd had a sustainability coordinator before, but we, um, who went, who's affected to Chapel Hill, but that's okay. And, um, <laughs> and, and so we have Amy doing this work and working on the plan. And then uh, to merge it with this, because it was both, it, it, the plan is to have a, a climate action lens and an equity social justice lens. So I think, um, you know, that's, uh, and I've lost track of your question, and that just shows you that COVID fog. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Just what, what kind uh, of uh, changes we'd expect to see in the short oh, or medium term. Right. So there will be more of a focus then on, okay, if we need to buy XYZ vehicles, can they be electric vehicles? Where are we going to charge them? Where are we going to store them? That kind of a, a, um, focus has been happening the last year, but it's really going to happen now. Yes. I think that that makes a lot of sense, and it's something that we'll definitely be checking in on regularly throughout the year. We're visiting with chair of the Orange County Commissioners, James Etta Bedford, and uh, we were talking about the countywide strategic plan and the big deal that it is. I'm about to move on from that, though. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up our strategic plan conversation? Well, and they are, we are, the uh, department directors have to have their preliminary budgets in I heard, on Friday. I heard that indirectly from a department director. So they, they've been knowing this was going to happen. We're actually a few weeks behind. So I think that is going to be a diff- little bit of a different budget process. And I think the same thing, that you know, we're looking at this uh, tremendous, putting a tremendous bond referendum of $300 million on the ballot in November. And that's also because that we had that school facilities task force that's focusing on that, um, those public education needs and how are we going to prioritize. Yeah. Another item on the agenda for the meeting for the Orange County Commissioners last night was a discussion of priorities for this session of the General Assembly. How did that conversation go? Good. Um, I mean, I guess it's kind of sad in a way that the one thing we can celebrate is that we no longer have Medicaid expansion. Hallelujah. You know, on the list. You know, our delegation is very progressive and has been working for a long time on needs, um, but you know they're, they're basically a repeat. You know we need state help for schools and school um, uh, capital needs. You know we're not a, we're not the richest. People think Orange County is so rich. We're not rich. But we're not poor either. And to think that you know poor counties are counties are fully responsible for school facilities and and most schools have been built are over 50 years. They're ending you know nearing their ending uh, useful life. I think that's a really big issue. And so we kept Leandro in there. I, was that, I think I might have been going to court again today. I don't have any high hopes. Um, and things like racial equity and criminal justice are, you know, um, Kate Finnegan's Office for uh, Criminal Justice Resources and the judges um, in the in 15B have worked together, gosh, the last three or four years ago about, like, bond changes. You know, we don't want to have a high bond. We don't want to have bond if we don't need it. So, um, but those, and the governor's working with that, but we want to support that. And then our leading mental health, behavioral health, and then we added a little bit about substance use issues. You know, just, we need um, just um, things like, you know, Medicaid reimbursement for EMS for a behavioral health transport. You know, those folks 
uh, you know, should be able to build, build that Medicaid and not pay out of pocket. Um, we want people to get the support they need and increased um, pay for, for the direct care workers and more innovation waiver slots. That's for people who have intellectual development disabilities and they're supposed to help keep them um, out of institutional settings and to live in the community. But the, and they all overlap, right? They all inter, interact. If you can't pay people enough, then what's the point of having a waiver? Cause you can't get any services. <laughs> and, and so these are the things our delegation understands and they knows, but we'd like, um, we're going to sit down with them in March 21st, I think, for our legis annual breakfast and just go over these um, again and how can we support them in Raleigh. Um, and we have a lot of school nonpartisan redistricting. I think a lot, most people um, support that, regardless of what party you're part of. Um, we added, this was some, this is, I think, new, and we pulled it out. Uh, I won't say who, I don't think she'd care, but, you know, a, a longtime bicyclist and um, resident has has sent this to us, bicycle and pedestrian transportation funding. You know, there's a restriction at the state level that in order to get that multimodal um, funding, it has to be tied to a street project. And could we separate those out, you know, so that we can do some with the NCDOT, um, counties don't do much for sidewalks. We now do them just a little bit, but uh, towns do. And could, could we all work to have some standalone bicycle and pedestrian projects that don't have to go along with a street widening or a street project. That seems like so it makes a whole lot of good. sense. Yeah, oh, I think and they, I think people in CDOT agrees, folks agree, and we just got to get it through the legislature. We're visiting <laughs> with the chair of the Orange County Commissioners, James Etta Bedford. And uh, James Etta, I want to keep it pretty short here so you can get rested up. But I, before we move on from the commissioners meeting, was there anything else that stood out to you that you wanted to mention? Not, not, you know, I was watching, oh, we had our, our Black History Month um, proclamation. I was a little late this year, but it was nice um, to have that form. I, you know, our, this, this board, we don't do a lot of theatrical proclamations. You know, we might put a few on consent, but, there, but that's just one that, you know, we want to read it out loud. We want to celebrate. We want to learn our history. And there will be um, uh, a couple more activities going on in the county uh, Sunday are the Polly Murray Awards, I think it's at 3 o'clock, at, up at Witted, uh, to, to help, uh, you know, bring out the month. So that was, uh, it was nice listening to that. I was online watching. We're visiting with James Etta Bedford, Chair of the Orange County Commissioners, and I'm going to go ahead and let you go, get you back into uh, rest mode there so you can get back to full strength. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you wanted to mention in general before we wrap up? No, thanks. Thanks so much. I appreciate you taking the time and get well soon. Thank you. Bye.